0: Welcome to the Master Control Podcast, Episode 3. We watched Obi-Wan, Episode 3. Alex, what's your thought?
1: Angry Anakin is back.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I really liked the vibe, the Darth Vader vibe that we kind of got from um, Episode 3. Angry Anakin. uh, And I really loved the light show that they did with the lightsabers. But maybe let's go um, through the episode from the beginning. So, uh, in the beginning, Obi-Wan was trying to contact Qui-Gon and I was really hoping that we got, uh, that we get some, uh, Qui-Gon Jin back and Liam Neeson. I'm not sure if Liam Neeson is on the cast list of Obi-Wan because it would be really cool to have him back. Um, yeah. Did you expect him to be back? No,
1: not really. I expect him to be a voice from the off eventually, um... I guess when, when Qui-Gon, when Obi-Wan runs into too many problems, on the other hand, he ran into figuratively too many problems and he still wasn't back. Uh, Maybe it's an inner voice thing in between Obi-Wan and uh, Qui-Gon. So I'm not really expecting to see him. Um, Also Liam Neeson doesn't really, cannot pull off that, that Jedi hair thing anymore i don't think so at least
0: but that's what hollywood is for i mean seriously the um he's too
1: old for that the
0: disney productions they are so high class and so high value that i could imagine that any hollywood celebrity would be eager to jump back onto this track and um into the into this new mainstream media
1: except for the ones who play in star trek of course because you're either on one side or on the other side. You cannot play both.
0: And Liam Neeson is in Star Trek?
1: No, but you said everyone in Hollywood. It's yeah. not everyone. I don't expect William Shatner to turn into one of the characters at Star Wars. Yeah, I even saw today a rant that he was, um, I think it was on LinkedIn, that he... uh Uh, presented at at one of the shows um against star wars i can maybe i can pull that off later on and and share it
0: okay uh we also had another surprise guest on this episode and i did not recognize him only after i read about it um freck the miner do you did you recognize the voice of freck the miner the guy who drove uh, leia and obi-wan to the um, stormtrooper checkpoint.
1: No, but I read something about that afterwards. Is Freck the miner by any coincidence, uh, Scotty? No. No, because that would have been then Star Trek, and that would have just killed my theory. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, okay, let's let's first go into this one because Scotty is in Star Wars, uh. and he is uh, in Episode Seven. The guy who uh, pays out the, the rations to Ray when she brings oh, in the the fat scrap. one. The fat one who gives like half, half a, a ration, portion. Half, half a portion, half a Right. That's, that's Scotty. The new Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have a Star Trek Star Wars overlap. <laughs> but Frag the Miner is Zach Braff. Dr. Dorian, JD from Scrubs. he's now a star wars character jd is a star wars character okay that's so amazing okay but nevertheless um we also saw some very cool action scenes where obi-wan actually takes down some stormtroopers um and i kind of liked that because it gave us this jedi fight action back but It was also kind of weird because when the the stormtrooper yeah um, the 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 second wave of stormtroopers arrived he kind of looked scared and he did not do anything even though I had the feeling he could take out like 10 more stormtroopers or something but this was yeah kind of underwhelming from his side
1: you know um, he doesn't have the practice he's sitting in his cave Uh, He's been sitting in his cave for 10 years, doing practically nothing um, than finding scrap metal and bringing it to Luke, Um, what we discussed in in the episode beforehand. So why would he be better right now fighting, even if he has a laser sword, um, than with his mind? He doesn't even have, you know, like maybe he doesn't have the muscle memory anymore and like fighting off. This is why he also has uh, like this really nasty encounter with angry Anakin to my mind.
0: Yeah, sure. But I mean, he already did it. Um, the first stormtroopers he he beat uh, without any problems. And so he simply gave up when the, um, the, the others Maybe he arrived. was
1: bored. Maybe he was bored and he thought, oh, okay, it's like with Harrison Ford and, and uh, what was it? The scene where he had the fever and then he had to kind of fight off with his sable this this person and then eventually he just shot him because he had 40 degrees f- 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 fever um so maybe it's what one of those talk- things what
0: are you talking about like
1: in indiana jones do you know uh, remember in part one when when he had to fight off actually this um this uh this guy with the sable after marion was uh he thought that marion was dead or was it right beforehand. Anyway, he decided I'm not doing the scene. It's just boring. I have 40 degrees fi- uh, fever and I'm gonna just shoot him. And then luckily the guy um, the two that had to fight him off um, went along with the situation and then it turned out into this hand shot first situation um, that they reproduced then for Star Wars over and over again.
0: Okay. Okay. No, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. that One of those urban myths okay <laughs> about
0: movies. okay okay but then uh Te- taylor teller what's her name teller saved teller. him um and brought them back to their cave not, not cave like their house with this uh, mute robot um and at the end uh, leia and teller uh, um, escaped and we got the chance to see this amazing lightsaber fight between obi-wan and darth vader yeah and uh, first i wasn't sure how they are going to show darth vader and his yeah mental state right now because uh, obviously he's quite pissed (laughs) about obi-wan and he was uh, killing and torturing innocent people simply to provoke obi-wan obviously yeah or to
1: that's what i would have done
0: be simply being angry (laughs) but then i really loved the the way they showed this lightsaber fight in the dark with the blue glow of obi-wan's lightsaber and the red glow of darth vader's lightsaber and in the beginning it felt a little bit slow and it seemed as if they wanted to recreate the episode four lightsaber fight in the very old star wars movie um episode four
1: five Was it five?
0: Episode four.
1: Are you sure?
0: Yes, it's one of the first Star Wars scenes in the whole Star Wars saga where Obi-Wan faces Darth Vader and no, Not the
1: Obi-Wan. I'm sorry. I was about Luke and and Darth when they um, fight on the platform.
0: No, no, I'm not talking about Luke. I'm I'm talking about... We are talking about Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader and recreating the the epic lightsaber fight between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader which is epic because back in the day lightsabers were special but it was kind of lame because it was kind of two old people just moving their swords and so after we were uh, used to the high speed lightsaber fights um, in in the newer movies this what we now saw in part three of Obi-Wan felt very slow because obi-wan is moving slow darth vader he is cool he's just using like one arm with his lightsaber but it felt like they were trying to recreate this lightsaber's fight in um in the the old movie episode four
1: to you to me not i didn't to me, it, um, it felt more like they tried to recreate the Darth Vader versus Luke scene on the platform. Uh, in, if, if I remember correctly, it was in episode five mm-hmm. when they meet each other and they have this slash of light and blue. Because I honestly cannot remember what kind of color the Obi-Wan Kenobi, um, sword has in episode four. And I'm quite sure that I remember that Luke had this blue thing and obi-wan had a green one but yeah prove me wrong
0: yeah but it's not only the the colors i i was thinking oh, me, about was the, the pace the pace and the um
1: well the pace thing is um did you notice any talking about pace um did you notice that obi-wan kino oh uh, sorry that darth vader um actually has the same voice as in episode 4 5 and 6 yeah so James Sir James come on uh what was his name the James Earl Jones James Earl Jones um I was about to mix him up with a Battlestar Galactica James um almost um James Earl Jones so they took actually the sound of it from from five uh four five and six and so this is why I kind of I didn't focus on the on the speed of the scene itself. I was so focused on the voices and the sounds that I didn't take into account that the that the speed might be something that they tried to recreate for number four because I was so focused on the sounds and the colors. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, and uh, Darth Vader tries to recreate another scene. Uh, it was the burning scene from episode yeah. three Burn. where Obi-Wan now seems to have some burning scars. And I'm really curious to see how the next episodes if they just shake it off like oh it was yeah painful and nothing else or if we are going to see now something like a scarred obi-wan with some burning damage even though we know his face should not be impeded um because in episode four we know he's got a perfectly fine face the story does not seem to plan for some burning scars
1: so we do have a Burning Man situation. Yeah. Uh, it's a festival. <laughs> There's a lot of lights and neon and stuff. And um, there are words thrown at each other. So if I'm not mistaken, Darth Vader s- tells Obi-Wan, it's your turn for pain right now or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, You're going to feel the pain. And it's like he he he's eager to punish him for everything that he went through. Um I do kind of understand it. I'm, I am I. was wondering that he didn't cut off his limbs, all of them. Um. It, yeah, yeah, that's basically it. And I was thinking about Two-Face all the time from Batman.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. He was pressing him down into the flames. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it felt on the one hand unnecessary because Darth Vader definitely had um the upper hand in this fight He could have killed obi-wan at any time but he was so eager to make him pay to hurt him him. Mm. yeah um and and so he kind of lost his chance and uh he uh, obi-wan and taylor taylor um escaped in the end and uh, we didn't talk about the third sister yet because she She played a smaller role in this episode, um, but in the end she was able to find and capture Leia.
1: Yeah, but you took away my chance to say that uh, Darth Vader was waiting for vengeance for the last 10 years. Yeah. Um, And so, I mean, if you got roasted in the past, what would you have done? I probably would have done the completely same thing. Like I said, I would have cut his limbs off Mm. and then let him kind of do the barbecue thing a little longer. Um Also add some salt. Um, Yeah, Tala, I know, getting <laughs> to the important stuff. Tala um, managed to um, bring Leia or show Leia the way out. And the third sister where well, yeah, this the third sister is very ambitious. I think we established that already in the last episode. Um, I think she's going to play a bigger role than we gave her credit or give her credit for. Uh, I was wondering if um, she would instantly kill Leia. Obviously, we know that (laughs) that's not going to happen.
0: Spoiler alert.
1: (laughs) Obviously. But then um, she's enraged too. On the other hand, I, I constantly feel... Like um, maybe she's on the light side, on on the bright side of the power and she tries to put her hands onto Leia and bring her away. I don't know why I have those good vibe vibe feelings with her, um, even though she's so ambitious. But I feel like she's going to be um, the twist that we need in the story, to my mind at least.
0: Yeah, I think she could bring a twist, but I don't think that she's... Inherently a good character because she her motivation is obviously to please Darth Vader, Lord Vader. Um, but I i also think that there will be some twists, especially because she's uh so competitive with the other inquisitors. And so I have the feeling that she's going to kill all the other inquisitors because she's um a double agent? No, 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 no. As I said, I don't think that she is um fighting for the good side. But she is a selfish person, and I think the, she does not want to share any power with the other Inquisitors, and she wants to be Darth Vader's right-hand person, and so there's no place for um, all the others who try to do the job that she is supposed to do. And if you she,
1: have a different theory about that. What? I do have a different theory about that. What, what is that? My, my theory is that she's a double agent and she's trying to get hold of Leia and Obi-Wan and everyone um, and kills off the other Inquisitors in order to protect Leia and Obi-Wan. And this is why she wants to be the first one to find them. Um, she's going to come up with a really neat uh, story how to please then Darth Vader um, or eventually kind of sent him in the wrong direction then eventually but if i would have written the story i would i would put her in the position to be the double agent and then um maybe not for the bright side or for the light side or what do you call it anyway in english it's i don't
0: know uh, we always only say the dark side of the force we never talk about the opposite of the dark side what's
1: the opposite of the dark side the sunny side of it, sunny side up, okay <laughs> the sunny side up situation. Um, so maybe she's not with the sunny side up, but um, she's going to bring the twist and I think um, she's going to to save then Leia and Obi-Wan in order to maybe not to bring them directly to Vader maybe to do something completely different than we think
0: so when she gave out the kill order for all the assassins on the planet in episode two this was her way of trying to save obi-wan
1: this was her way to find him faster except because the other the others didn't have the idea to do so she's she's smarter than the others
0: does not feel smart to give out a kill order for the person who you want to save
1: but it actually worked because she saw where the fight was going on and she could interrupt all of that
0: i'm betting against this
1: okay so the bet is on um i'm saying she's the sunny side up side and trying to save leia and uh and Wan, and you're saying she's the darkest of all yes okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah okay uh it felt like a, a short episode it was very very full of action and i'm i can't wait to see episode no i, I always say episode um part four of obi-wan very soon do they
1: call it parts or yeah. episodes? They call no 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 it no
0: episodes are the movies yeah and right. this is now obi-wan part one obi-wan part two um it would be way too confusing if they call it episode it just it's just me
1: <laughs> yeah i can't wait to see what she actually does to leia um probably have a really nice discussion about girly things how to braid, braid your hair and stuff um, because they are eventually both going to braid their hairs <laughs> their hair not hairs okay
0: Sorry. yeah then that's it for today uh subscribe to the podcast if you want to hear more in-depth analysis uh, for the episodes of obi-wan and of course all the other amazing shows that are coming out this summer for example uh, we still have stranger things in our backlog we still have the boys which is uh, released right now and so we are We can't wait to jump into the first episode and, of course, to talk about this on this podcast. So talk to you very soon and have a nice day, morning, evening or whatever time it is with you right now. Bye.
1: Bye.